0: Hey everyone, it's Elisa talking before you're going to hear Elisa. I just wanted to pop back here and tell you today's interview is amazing, but we had some issues with the audio, so we're so sorry. We tried to edit it many, many times over, and instead of trying to go back and put this message in, I just want to put this at the front. It's still a great message today, so bear with us and um, be blessed by today's message. Thanks for understanding, you guys. Peace. Hi, everyone. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. What a great season we are in. I am bringing you a podcast today. It's an interview with a friend of mine, Casey Schuler. You guys, this is a timely, timely podcast, so much so that it was slated to go a little bit later in the month, but I'm like, after we recorded it, I mean, there's a moment where she brings me to tears. I'm like, oh no, people need to hear this like right now. So we quickly pushed it up, got it edited to get it out to you um, as the Christmas trees are going up and the presents are getting ordered and noticed I said ordered. (laughs) We used to actually go to go to stores for that, but (laughs) now praise Jesus for Amazon. Anyways, you know, all the goodness that's happening and it is an amazing, amazing time, but we're bringing you a message today that many of you might be like, Alisa, please stop with the easy thing that you're trying to tell me to do. Um, this is a, a simple thing we all need to practice more of in our life, and that is rest. Casey Schuler, you guys, is the author of the book, um, Love Beyond Looks. It's a five-week Bible study that she has written, but we are going to be talking today about her most recent book titled Rest and Rise, Be Refreshed in Your Work. Casey is also a Revelation Wellness instructor. Um... Honestly, her heart for people and the gifting that God has placed in her, she is going to bless you because she has a message in her, and it's a story of her own journey that she had to put into practice because of something in her own life that she noticed that she was missing, and um, God taught her so she could teach others, and I just know her message is going to resonate with you, especially this time of year. So, yep, we're going after rest again today. We're actually giving you permission to do less. What do you think about that? I don't, I know, I know, I know I'm not your favorite person because you want me to tell you how to lose more weight. I'm telling you, this is how we start the foundation for how we begin to lose the weight this is going to be a blessing for you today. I just know it. I can't wait to hear. Please leave a comment or a review on the podcast. Let us know what you think. You can always follow me over on Instagram at Alisa Keaton. And share the podcast. Tell me what you want to hear. If you find people that you like that you're like, I, you need to have this person on your podcast, Alisa. Tag me in Instagram world or Facebook or always send us an email at info at revelationwellness.org. Don't forget we have our live event coming up in January and February, Rev on the Road. Hit our show link to go get yourself live tickets, live tickets, tickets to this two-day live event. It will shift and change you. I promise it's an experience you have to come to and personally experience if you're blessed by these podcasts you need to put your foot in the water of a rev on the road two days of movement bible study we're not moving for two full days but you know what i mean we're going to bring this movement this somatic therapy into our time together we are going to do bible study we're going to have community we're going to laugh we're going to cry we're going to sweat and you get to do it all in yoga pants like come on that's the best part just come come as you are And also, instructor training is coming soon, everyone. February will be here before you know it. So if you're looking for what people to get you this Christmas, why not a little bit of money in your bank account to get you into the next round of instructor training. And finally, don't forget, you're looking for a New Year's program for you, something to move your mind or move your mind, move your body, change your mind. Consider signing up for The Little Way. While well, the rest of the world's getting big. We're going to get small, get practical. We're going to take an easy yoke into this new year and find big changes coming. The sign-ups for The Little Way are going to be starting on December 19th, so don't go yet. You can follow the link to learn more about it, but the sign-ups will open December 19th and then we will kick it off in the first week of January, just in time to be in good community of loving God, getting healthy and being whole and loving others. This is going to be a good, good year, you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Thank you for letting me speak this type of uh, message into your week, into your day. And I love, love hearing from you. So let us know what you think. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy. Peace. Casey. Hi. I'm so excited. We're finally doing this. It only took us like a long time. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes it did. Yes. So I um, wanted to talk with you because you have written a book, you guys, it's called Rest and Rise. Be refreshed in your work. Uh, you've also written another book um, on body image titled, what is that book called? Just um, love, love Beyond Looks. Is that what it is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Love Beyond Looks. And also, personal favorite here is that Casey um, came through instructor training uh, about, I guess, two years ago. Would it be? Almost going on two years now, so she, wait, we're pretty sure it's pl- she's platoon 18, maybe 19. <laughs> <laughs> so, Casey, you are already in like the wellness, fitness kind of thing, right? When God woke you up to there's more, like a way to train people from a deeper place.
1: Yes. Um, my mom is a personal trainer and fitness instructor, so I grew up with that. And in high school, I would take her classes, and then she would have me subbed occasionally, and so I've been in the fitness world for a long time, um, and but I never really knew how to incorporate um, my faith into the fitness world. Um, I became a personal trainer. I was working in Seattle for corporate wellness, and I became a personal trainer there, and then... I felt like the sessions with my clients were very deeply personal, mm-hmm. um, and there was just so much more to talk about. Um, that, I mean, you know, you you share a lot during personal training sessions. It's a very yeah. vulnerable place
0: totally.
1: um, to be as a client, and so I started praying for some clients. I would ask them because I kind of already knew about their faith because that was that was a safe way to pray for them after. Yeah, uh, so and funny. but I didn't feel equipped especially in fitness classes, to talk about Jesus, um, except for maybe a song or two. But I also felt like that was borderline, maybe not okay, because it wasn't approved yeah. um, by the gym. And so there was always just a question in my mind of how do I actually do this? Um, and I had been following relationalists for a while. Um, and and I thought, well, I'm, I'm already kind of doing this. I don't, I don't need to sign up for instructor training. And Um, but the Lord kept pulling me, he pulled me out of a few things in fitness. Like he pulled me out of a class, out of this other gym that I was working at. And I thought, well, I'm just not going to do fitness anymore. And then I just kept feeling this tug of this pull. And I said, well, I'll just look into Pilates and then I'll look into everywhere but revelationalness, (laughs) (laughs) Um, because I just, it was a big commitment and I was thinking oh, it'd be great to do it. But I just, you know, I don't, you know, I don't think I need to. Um, of course I had, the stream, basically, and was woke up with the conviction of, hey, the next thing that you need to do, you're going to find out in Arizona. And so, wow. um, and that was the day after sign-ups had happened. And then I had asked um, Mia if <laughs> there were any more sign-ups. And she said, yes, you have to sign up today. So anyways, that's, that's kind of how I jumped on board. <laughs>
0: okay, so knowing that, had, and I love that, because um, sometimes we, people, People that are out there are like, I'm already doing this. Like I do fitness, wellness, and I bring Jesus into it. You know, and so um, the fitness professional out there, what shifted for you? What did God show you? And then how did things change after you? And I, I imagine you wrote you wrote this book too after, correct? Okay. Yes. So tell me. Yes.
1: I feel like during, well, during certification, it broke a lot of things off for me. And also trained me in the gifts that I didn't know that I had Mm. um, especially with prayer and with putting my hands on somebody and I knew that I didn't want to do online training because of that Um, that I wanted to do in person um, in person training where I can put my hands on someone and pray over them and then the Lord can give me a word for them and I also felt like coming out of training I had this certification it was almost like permission to go out and say to a gym, hey, I have um, the certification with Revelation Wellness. Um, this is what we do. It's, you know, an international-based organization. It's nonprofit. Um, and, you know, I had all of the materials and all of the videos and things to back it up. And I felt like I was equipped to say, okay, this is, this is what I'm going to do. It's going to be um, music with Jesus in it and I'm going to pray at the end instead of just doing like a breathing session, which is what most, you know, yoga classes do. It's like, okay, you're, you're familiar with yoga. Um, there's a breathing and, you know, section at the end. And so we're going to do that, but I'm also going to offer prayer. Um, and so I felt like there was, there was permission and I felt like I could, I could stand on solid ground and I wasn't just by myself trying to, make up this thing
0: yeah and it is it is a linking of um, we always tell people like we're bet we just get into community together we tend to kind of go I don't I'm fine I'm good I'll do it on my own and why why do we make it so difficult and I think you know I have no idea why like um I'm humbled like I get it when someone who has background has experience and goes just okay I'm coming um, because I start, nobody taught me this, so I didn't, but yet there was no one, There wasn't really getting done yet to the level, and I love what you said about the boldness, like we can be bold, lay hands on people, pray for people, be true to your design, like that's a gifting that the Lord's going, so you need to be face to face with people. Some people might be really good at an online space and different gifting and equipping, but I love how God was clear more about your design, your passion, but how you'll have how you you know execute it, what it looks like. Okay, so then the book Rest and Rise, which right now when you guys are hearing this is somewhere in the holiday season, probably, or maybe at the tail end by the time this gets produced and put out there, but we all know there's this frenetic energy, especially when it comes to fitness, wellness, like getting things done. What was the what was the catalyst for the book? Why this book, and then how did you put it into action?
1: Sure. Um, It actually came out of the Revelation Wellness Launch Leadership Training. Um, okay. Because, you know, we had to dig into our our identity with personality and spiritual yeah. gifting tests, yeah. and we had to come up with a mission statement for yeah. ourselves and for our family. And for me, that was, um, I had done it before for for different organizations and different things like that, but I never thought about doing it for me personally. And I, during that time i feel like the lord is leading me and saying like it's just you and me just you and me don't worry about performance or how well you're doing because you know i really live for that a lot of times and um and like what my mission statement can be and so he showed me through that time of prayer that um a huge theme in my life was rest and i am very ambitious and i want to do a lot of great things but i've there's so many times where I've fallen short, where I've tried to make up wellness programs like um, in apartments and do boot camps with in town, and they just fell flat. <laughs> um, and I felt like I fell flat in my face because of that. And it was really humiliating. And so I felt like, well, my options are either to quit or to work harder. And Lord would say, no, those aren't the only options. Your option is to rest. You need to learn how to rest. Um, and so, and a lot of it was, you know, my mom being a personal trainer, she used to say things like, you know, you can rest when you're dead yes. because, you know, like you just go and go and you, you, it's a lot of it is out of a love for life. Um, but I took it personally and thought, well, I can just rest when I get to heaven, basically. <laughs> um, but the Lord was saying like, no, you, when you put your faith in me, you die to your old self. So like your old self of striving is dead and now you can live to me here and now, um, and so that was the rise part. Like, if you want to rise, you have to first rest in me. And so that um, became connected with um, with my body, with breathing. I realized that I didn't know how to rest because <laughs> I was at a physical therapist appointment um, postpartum. I had this the ab separation. And the physical therapist asked me to relax my muscles, and I did, or I thought I did. And she said, "No, you're you're really tense. You have overactive muscles." Um, and so it turns out that I I didn't physically know how to rest, so I had to relearn all of that, and that was um, frustrating for me.
0: Tell <laughs> people a little more about that, because that sounds weird to them. Like, what do you mean? I how would they know? How what did you learn about? your physical body not even being able to receive rest, even though you thought, well, I'm doing rest. Tell, tell them what that
1: was. Right. Well, with her, I mean, it was a very, she's specially trained into, um, to be able to touch someone's body and to feel their muscle tension and to know if it's tense or not, whereas I couldn't necessarily feel that. Um, but she did ask me a few questions, some personal questions. She asked me if I had a history of abuse or if I had um, a really strong type A personality, um, because a lot of times those things lead us to tense up, to tense our own bodies, um, and so I, so I didn't know that I was so tense, and I didn't know how to relax, but, um, so I think for, for those sessions, the way that I learned is to be able to tense up, to physically, because I knew how to tense, I didn't know how to relax. It's to be able to, so like, if you take your hands and you clench them, you know that they're tense, and then you release them, then you know how, then you know that you're relaxing. Yeah. So, um, so I know that there's a few meditations where you do a body scan when you, like, yeah. you clench your feet and then you release yes. them. And so a lot times you don't know if you're tense until you tense and then you release and you think, oh, this is what it feels like.
0: <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah. So what, so it was not comfortable for you to rest, clearly.
1: No, um, right, because I didn't, I didn't know how to breathe correctly, and that was really the basis of a lot of it, because my, um, abs were connected to my pelvic floor, which is connected to the diaphragm, um, so she started me off with breathing really deep, um, like, putting my hands way underneath my belly button to breathe all the way down, um, and for me, that brought to mind that the love of Christ is deep, and I wasn't doing that in my body, um. And so being able to breathe all the way and that the exhale is really what did it for me because I feel like a lot of, there's a lot of focus in breathing on the inhaling, like inhale, take a big inhale and then exhale. Well, I didn't know how to exhale. Yes, uh, And exhaling is connected to our relaxation response. And so if we can exhale fully all the way, then like, if you count to six, you know, exhaling, then your body is going to naturally inhale take that breath. Yeah. yeah. And so it's a much more natural response than to try and exhale and then inhale sharply and then exhale and then inhale, and then it, and then it becomes um, a more shallow breathe, um, breathing rhythm rather than a natural way of exhaling all the CO2 so that you can then again refill with oxygen. And, and
0: we should say, in your book, um, you, you have, like, Places where people can go and you talk more about this correct
1: like, um yes start. I do have a um, video um, a video on how to do the resting part because each day starts with rest right. um, so I go through that shortly okay. um, it's not as comprehensive as I'd like it to be but I could definitely add to it
0: <laughs> well so just so you know her book rest and rise she gives you some premise of why but then also you go through That's what I love about you, Casey. You're a trainer. Like we go, okay, I could sit here and talk and pontificate about beautiful things, but I want to actually have you exercise this, answer this question, sit Mm -hmm. and breathe. You're directing them. So it's kind of fun because I realized once I looked at your book, I'm like, Oh, my gosh, it's, it's very similar, like, air to the crown. We're like, okay, sit down. Here the work is, and I'm not going to just sit back, and you're going to be a passive listener. You have to participate. You have to be a doer of the word of what you've just learned. So you do that for four weeks with people in this book. So when you you first had to teach yourself, right, you went through this rest, learning to rest yourself, and then when were you going through launch training at the same time? Like, was that happening at the same time?
1: Yes, I was going through launch training, um and then I the message of this book came um and I was thinking, okay, I'm just gonna practice listening because I a lot of times when I pray, for example, I just start talking. Mm-hmm. Um and so the first practice that I started doing was with prayer and I just sat in stillness so for a bad. minute. And <clears throat> Yeah. That for me was really difficult because I feel like this like you said, phonetic activity and my brain constantly um, and I felt like, I think I, I went to Rev on the Road one time and you talked about the father saying shh. Yeah. And so I felt like him, I felt like he was saying that, like shh, just quiet, quiet your mind, quiet your mind. Yeah. And so I would sit there in stillness and just, and listen, and I would actually hear from him. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute.
0: Repeat that again. She just, <laughs> everyone, she just said, I would actually hear from him. Like, <laughs> we can hear from him or we're afraid to hear from him but we we can hear from him so okay i love that you said
1: i actually heard from him yes so give him time you know give him space give him room and i think that really ties into the whole christmas season too like making room for the lord um because when we do it it is it's scary i feel like i'm A lot of times just listening to podcasts on the go, or listening to music, or filling up my ears, my mind with something rather than letting the Lord speak.
0: Yeah. And it's funny because as Christians, sometimes people go, that's where, I just want to be clear, yoga hijacked that whole, the whole Hindu world, they were, they hijacked this practice of empty your mind, empty your mind. Well, yeah, we want to empty of ourselves. But then it's so the Lord can fill us. And we are worshiping Yahweh, the one true God, the God of all creation who wants to speak to us. And nothing shifts us more than we we hear. Like you can hear something good on a podcast. You can read something good on the Internet. Get a good post. Like someone filling us up. But when you hear the voice of God speak, in that quiet whisper or that whatever, when he says something that only he could know in a way that only he can say it that confronts us and it's yet co- it convicts and yet it's comforting at the same time are that's what when people we often and i know you know this as trainers or as people that are work with a lot of people that want to move towards change, they just go i i can't i get stuck, I keep doing these same patterns i and it's that's called a stronghold there's something that's stuck, and it when the voice of God speaks. <laughs> Watch out! Like that's no mountain you won't climb up, no wall you won't tear down. Like that's when things shift forever. That's why I think instructor training shifts people because it's a time that we go. We're just going to let the Lord do this thing. Like we we're moving our bodies and we're just going. God, I'm here. I left my family. I left my home. Speak to me. I don't want to go home the same. Um, And He does that. And we can practice that every day in our life, which is what this book really does. And then. Have a, a a real practice of it. So when you started to write that and practice it, writing the book, did you you said you also put some clients through it as well? You talked about that in the book a bit. What was that like?
1: Yes. Um, well, I had them. <laughs> I told them that I was going to pray for them and that I was going to be silent for a minute, mm-hmm. um, and I just wanted them to breathe. And when on the inhale, so I give them a cue. So on the inhale. Like, for example, my go-to inhale is Jesus, and my go-to exhale is Love Me. Yes. <laughs> and so I would have them do that for about a minute or so as I had my hand on them, listen, just listening wow. um, from the Lord. And I feel like that's a, that was, at first, a very awkward place sure. to be and thing to do. Um,
0: sure. <laughs> and so— That's what we call squash diarrhea in Revelation <laughs> Wellness. Like, oh, this, uh, this is so uncomfortable. I don't want to—
1: yes and you know they were you know I, I asked them beforehand I said this is for Randy are you okay with that and they said yes and oftentimes, um they and they would we would both feel refreshed after that so we would start the workout with that, That's and, amazing. that. and then we would end it I would end it with a word of prayer you know benediction go and be blessed but we started the workout with rest um, so that they knew that going into it that I wasn't there to judge them on their performance but that I was there to love them and I feel like that really freed them up to to fail um and when I say to fail I mean to to try really hard in their um in the Lord's strength and not in their own so they didn't feel like oh if I if I fall on this last push-up, then I feel condemned. I didn't want them to feel that. I to feel them to feel like I'm already loved and I'm just going to go for it. And if I can't do it, then, you know, God's power is made perfect in my weakness. And yeah. you know, and, I'm, and I'm free. So
0: And there's also the celebration of, hey, look at me tapping out. Like I gave it my all. And when I come to the end of myself, there's more God. Like, okay, mm-hmm. God, you can make up the last five, whatever I was hopeful that I could do you'll you're I I have expectations that you're you're creating strength in me you're doing greater things yes so good yeah so
1: instead of saying like oh you can do it then we would kind of change the language like all right like he can do it because (laughs) I feel like that's you know a little bit more empowering
0: yeah amen eyes off yourself so good So what, after um, people started, did this become a rhythm for people that you were training that they're like, it was what they craved more of from you or from their training time?
1: Um, As far as I know, um, yes, a few people have said, you know, I started doing the whole sitting in silence thing by myself and I found a sweet spot of six minutes for me and I felt like that was a good time for me or... You know, and then other people have created more room in their own daily or their own weekly schedules of, you know, I was feeling really burdened on this day. So I decided to take out, um, I decided to not exercise on this day. And for me, I felt like, oh, that is a win because now fitness will be a joy to you and a get to instead of a have to because that they will burn out. If they feel like fitness is going to be something that they have to do in order to be valued or to feel loved,
0: totally. How do you, so? How do you personally know when you need rest? Like now that you've discovered a new side of you, because you didn't, you don't know what you're missing until you figure out you're missing it, and then did the work to pursue it. How has your like? What would you say your your being changed towards rest? And how do you know now? What's a what's a key indicator of? Casey's not doing well <laughs> with rest what does that look like
1: I think the biggest thing for me is when I don't feel like I can rest mm. so it's whether being a, you know a mom and I feel like oh I have to do all this myself and I can't I can't you know give this to anyone else and I feel, then that is a huge indicator um mm. so whenever I feel like I can't rest that's when I need it the most <laughs>
0: And, how, and um, what, is that, what is that practically, like in this time of year, the holiday season, um, how do you find yourself um, doing in that department?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I feel like the Lord has been teaching me a lot about expectations um, and traditions mm, and I love that. traditions around the holidays. Like I feel like I keep adding traditions um, mm. and say, well, I have to... You know, I have to make these ornaments because family wanted it last year, and now I have to um, bake these certain gingerbread cookies, whereas Lord's like, hey, you know, <laughs> you're you're free, and the whole verse, like the um, set of verses that we go through in the book, Rest and Rise, it's come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, and so um, I feel like when I when I go to these other things that are really fun and, and joyful, as if I'm going to those things instead of Jesus for rest, then it's not real rest. Um, and that I can, if I'm living in basically like a, a position of where I can't get out of it, then I feel like that's slavery. And Jesus wants to break that yoke, and he wants me to take his yoke, which is easy and light. And that word easy means um, means kind and fitting. Yeah. Um, eternally useful, so whatever's fitting for me in the season and my family right now, and not what I'm not bound to certain traditions, I'm not bound to expectations with family. Um, I feel like is a huge source of um, of unrest during the holidays is expectations with family or maybe a lack of family. Um, yeah. And so, I mean. wow. so yeah, in order to rest in Him and to know that things don't always have to be this certain way and that um Amen. and hope
0: so good and okay so how many kids do you have casey and people are wondering i'm sure
1: um yes i have a four-year-old and a one-month-old <laughs>
0: a one-month-old everyone oh my goodness you are so you are hey this is the first your tradition here is you have a second child this year that one <laughs> will will last forever so don't miss that opportunity but i think you hit on such a good point, like. I find it, uh, I asked a question of our, um, our private group for our, our donors, our members, and I said, okay, so what's the thing you're struggling with this holiday season? And I thought they were going to say, like, okay, help me with sugar cravings. Help me with, you know, I don't want to gain the five pounds. Like, I'm like, that's what I kind of expected, but they were so good. They're like, how do we do family? I feel mm-hmm. like family, I have such expectations for family, and then they're not, it just it dashes our hearts but as you said I love what you're like the traditions which sounds so good we know it's healthy to have traditions and rhythms to a year like that helps kind of pace what we do and the excitement anticipation but when we start doing building more things well I did this last year and they really but notice what Casey said too it was because people really enjoyed it or it created something and we hit a need and we're like should really do that again, right? Mm -hmm. So rest has, or the lack of rest has much to do with trying to prove something to anyone, even ourselves, like more than we are like just being with God, that Mm -hmm. come to me, come to me, come to me. So I think that's such a good call out to be like, maybe we need to do a little inventory. Maybe we should have this podcast before the holidays started, but like really taking off what isn't necessary in this time. Like what... What, and really in the end, we know nothing is necessary but Jesus, (laughs) the
1: Mm -hmm. grace.
0: But what are the things that would really, are non-negotiable that will be, that I hope for this holiday season to do, you know, and then what do I not need to do? I think we find Mm -hmm. ourselves with so much more opportunity, like invitations, connections. We feel like we have to be all these places doing all these things for all the people to fill that idea of what we hope Christmas to be. But here's Mm -hmm. the thing, like we, everyone, like we have to realize this is, there is always going to be a level of, um, of lack like in us and it's okay. That's the thing where we can rest in lack where we're like, no, I feel void and I have to fill it. I have to fill it. I have to fill it instead of no, it's okay. In the lack, that's where we can actually have more, more him. And let me let me what do you think the goal like what is God's goal for rest with us? What is he interested in with rest for us?
1: Yeah, that's a, a great, great question. question. Um I feel like it's to stop striving in our own strength and to rise with him. And I feel like that is all centered around the cross. Amen. And so when we can lay our burdens down at the foot of the cross, then he showed us that we can rise with him, and that way when we put our faith in him, that he will live in us. And so with the, with the whole Christmas season, it's, you know, there was no room at the end, <laughs> which for me, just having a baby, I cannot imagine. Could you I imagine? Right. No, and just, you know, having Jesus, the Son of God, being born into the world, there was no room for him.
0: Oh my gosh I'm crying <laughs> that is a good key wow that's a powerful thought to sit with that but, but see that's why we're so busy trying to fill like I have to prepare I have to be ready I have to like I have to and what about when it's what if you don't get the what you thought
1: yes <laughs> powerful and it's it's I feel like I can judge the people who didn't let Mary and Joseph in, but at the same time the Lord saying, Hey, are you making are you making room for me yeah. right now?
0: Amen. Wow. Selah. That's powerful. Mm. Making room. Uh, okay. So <laughs> on a practical note. How are some ways that people can um, practice rest in the holiday season? What would you say, trainer, shuler? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yes, I would say if, if you're not used to resting, you can start with start with your body, start with your breath, start with the exhale, just exhale fully. It feels a little scary to exhale fully because you feel like, I'm running out of breath, I'm running out of breath, and your body starts – You know, it has this, like, desperation, like, of inhale. But when you inhale, think of that life being being the Spirit of God. You talked about the name of God being Yahweh. And that Yahweh sound is that exhale that we breathe in, um, His life. And so, being able to start just a practice of exhaling in stillness, um, you can start, you know, if you want something practical, you can start with a minute a day and work up, um. I have in my book that we work up to 12 minutes and I'm, I'm going to do like a stillness challenge for the month of December to do that again. Um, and then during that time, I would say ask the Lord what, how you can make room for him um, in your life. Because when you feel like, I feel like a lot of the holiday season is revolves around doing things. And so how can you, make room for him instead of the things. Um, and during that time of stillness and silence, um, expect him um, Expect him to speak to you and just listen yeah. for what he wants. And it may be to lay down, um, you know, these certain traditions or maybe to pick up other ones. And I think that's, yeah. you know, that's up to you and the Lord um, because he says, he's, as the invitation has come to me. Um, and I will give you rest. And so rest is not about just stopping and doing nothing, but it's about a going to him. Like the wise men came to Jesus and they experienced joy in that way of the, the going to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think he will, he'll give you some practical ways to rest. I think when you can spend that time with him.
0: It's so true. It's so, and when we tell people to just be still, <laughs> They get mad. Especially, you know, like our community of people are like, no, tell me what to do. Like, (laughs) they get frustrated (laughs) with our little community here. It's like, I'm going to Weight Watchers. I'm going, like, I'll go somewhere. And I hear me, I say, there's nothing wrong with any of that. But without this foundation of, of rest, of shalom, of peace, that I can contain the fullness of God in me, then, my overflow will never come, and then I will find myself going and trying to get my needs met by another tradition or another program or another whatever and so yeah it's such a this is such a great timely message, not only for this time of year but then also in preparation of the new year that's coming yeah. and the the go 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 the shot out of the cannon that we know people are thinking that's going this is gonna be my epic year whatever. When I feel like when the rest of the world says, run harder, faster, let's go. Like God's really going, "Mm, can I get you to stop? Like, can you, Mm -hmm. uh, don't worry about the calendar and the clock. I'll take care of that.
1: Mm -hmm. Let's
0: get this foundation of, of stillness, of work from rest. Work from rest, not for rest. So. Yes. I feel like the
1: timing timing of Christmas Christmas is perfect because it's, it's before the start of the year. So I feel like a lot of the times, yeah, we, we hit the ground running New Year, but if we don't have that foundation of the rest during the Christmas season, then we cannot – you know, we can't root down and rise up if we don't have any roots. Um, and so, like, the whole stillness part, it, it feels challenging because you feel like I'm just going to be doing nothing. I'm sitting here with my thoughts, and that's kind of scary because what if um, I think about something that I don't want to think about? Um, but I would also say for that time, too – if you would like to meditate on scripture, um, Mm -hmm. like for the book, we go through sections of scripture all throughout the time of stillness. Mm -hmm. So, um, come to me is the first one. So if you're, if you're in stillness and you're saying, I don't like, I don't, I can't keep my thoughts anchored, then anchor with your breath and then anchor with the word. Um, so you can come back constantly to come to me with the inhale, come to me. And that's, and that is one way to anchor. And then the rising part after that, um, I think another great assignment is to do something that you, that gives you joy. Amen. <laughs> uh, right. And so I don't feel like we have permission to do that. So let's let's give everyone permission to go out and do something that gives you joy.
0: So good. And before I end this, I just want to remind everyone: this is not just Elisa and Casey sitting around going, "These are really good spiritual practices." There is scientific evidence and proof to how stillness and meditation and quiet is actually rewiring the brain, the traumatic brain, the brain of, I've had, I've lived in chronic stress my whole life. We've talked about that a lot on this show. Um, Trauma, any violation that's happened in your life where you have learned to fight, flight, or freeze, um, Mm -hmm. where people get stuck in these patterns of, why can't I change? I'm telling you friends, and I just want, because I want to see you get free and stay free. It's not It's not gonna be, you've got the combination wrong, you didn't do the right pattern, the right whatever. There's something about learning to let go and to surrender and rest, and be in the presence of God, Emmanuel with that God with us, like he's with us, wants to speak to us. And when we make a way for that, and like Casey said, root yourself back in the scripture. If you feel like, well, my mind's monkey minding, it's playing around, okay, come back to the scripture. God will be faithful. He says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. Reach your hand to me. I will reach and I will hold you. And it will feel awkward at first when you make time for rest and stillness and quiet. It doesn't feel fun because our brain, our human lizard brain, the lower part of our brain, does not like it. It likes to be busy and go, go, go. We've got to get up to that high prefrontal medial cortex, which there's tons of podcasts I've done in this show. So go back and just search anything on the mind or meditation or brain-body connection, um, because we're always talking about that, um, God really is coming after our hearts this uh, this holiday season. Prepare your rooms. Prepare your rooms and make rooms. God wants more. So good. Casey, yeah. thank you so much. Before we go, would you pray for um, our listeners? Pray for us. Yes,
1: I'd be happy to. Thank you. And I'm going to take, take a, you know, the first few moments to be silent. So I love it. Let's do, it.
0: Let's do it. that. <laughs> Let's
1: do it. Lord, I thank you for these, um, everyone who is listening to this, Lord, that they would listen to you um, first and foremost, Lord, that um, you have made their ears to hear. Um, you have made their hearts to be filled with, with you, and Lord, and that you have made their their mouths to have smiles on them, Lord, and I, um, and not because of any external circumstance that um, is good or bad within their life, Lord, but because you have come into the world and you love us and you are with us um, always, Lord. I thank you that Advent means arrival and that you have arrived on this planet. Um, I pray that we would make room in our hearts for you. And I just thank you. I thank you in advance for, um, that you surround us with shouts of deliverance, Lord, that you are our hiding place, um, and that you preserve us from trouble, Lord, that you give us the joy and the peace that passes all understanding, Lord, that we can find life in nowhere else and no one else but you, Jesus. And I pray that you would be first and foremost in our hearts this season. In Jesus' name, amen.